on this week's episode of Two Beers Deep. We'll talk about the new CBA because we want to, you know, cheese. Need some WD-40 on that, yeah. man. Lit. Jeez. Uh, we'll talk about the new CBA because that'll happen this week, which means that we'll talk about franchise tags as well, mainly because the franchise tags will happen before the CBA is done. And Greg has a really interesting idea on the new schedule. Also, we'll talk about Manchester United defeating Manchester Shitty, which was the greatest <laughs> highlight of my weekend. You could make the noise today. Really? I don't know. Thank you, man. Three, two, one, action. <laughs> I knew you would miss that pretty heavily. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like doing it. Makes me feel like I'm actually participating in the <laughs> in it. You know. Uh, yeah. So you're back on Two Beers Deep with Deacon and Greg. Uh, we are pretty cool. Yes, we are. Except we tr- for we, Greg. We try to be. The reason Greg's not cool is because you didn't see the FIFA tournament. I, I did not know. I missed the I missed the <laughs> you match of the I missed campaign, the, right? I, I missed the match of the century that we have yeah. been building for what, like five years now, I feel it's like. I feel like five yeah, years. Yeah, pretty much give or take yeah. five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Davis going at it. I won game one, lost the next two, so he beat me in the finals, which I still stand by the statement that I shouldn't have messed around with Japan and should have respected him. But if I would have gotten <laughs> here's the thing though, I didn't choose or China. I didn't choose China. It was international randos so it's completely fair and unbiased mm-hmm. it just sucks that you know you didn't do like the the madden rules where it's like pick three and then <clears> oh do i or did die. oh you did oh i did do you get do or die on fourth i or? had china pr my do or die my teams were um canada bolivia and wales and i was like I all right done, i would have done wales well i would have but you're thinking out of all the teams i just got three three stars in a or two three stars in a four whatever it is right like i have i have Three very bad teams. Okay. I was like, there is no way that they don't give me a favorable team here. Mm-hmm. Nope. They gave you China. They gave me China PR, mm. which literally had a guy called the Wayne Gang on it, which was awesome. <laughs> I was Wayne Gang. Oh, my God. I think you should tweet that to like the International Chinese Soccer <coughs> Federation or something like that. Yeah, be like, yo, like, my boy Wayne Gang. Yeah. What it do? They'll be like, they'll be like let's block this dude like, immediately. <laughs> Um, no, it was a fun event, man. We did it at the laboratory. Laboratory. I was called the laboratory because it's L A B O R O T O R Y. I mean, Labo, I, Roto, Ro. I mean, I pronounce it that way just because of Dexter's laboratory. True. Yeah. Um, I, that's not, how I was raised to bring it up. So I mean, hey, if they want to try to change it to me, fight me. Yeah, really. But no, it was it was an awesome event. The Smash uh, winner. It was actually funny because you were with us when we watched Champions League at Huff's for Liverpool, right? Yes. Do you remember that random group of guys? Yeah, the ones that like sat to the left of us, right? Yes. So yeah, yeah. they got there and left because we were like the match starts at one and it didn't start to like three or we were there at eleven and it didn't right, start right, to right. one or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that guy DM me. He's a big Smash Ultimate player. Okay. But he couldn't make it, so he had told his group of guys. They all work at PPG um, to to come. So we had three guys there. Uh, it was, Sia ended up winning. It was the kid's name. I think it was Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mike was another one, and Tyler was another one. And then Cody was there. Uh, Gil's friend Cody, whose name was Reaper on the game. Oh, okay. Uh, very good. And then Little Rap, Little Rap showed out. Yeah, so. I did not realize how good Baby Rap was. I'm smash until my brother had to Dude. like explain to me. I was like, because wow. Gil's good. Gil Gil does play a lot of Smash. He although I did bring it up to him, and he told me that he actually thought that he Big was Ben's better man. at FIFA. 
which was surprising because he was better or he played better. He played better at okay. FIFA in this one than he would have played at Smash. So, so the thing about every video game on the planet and sports games. Mm-hmm. So if I play against you in Call of Duty, Fortnite, if I play against you in fighting games. If you're the better guy, mm-hmm. like if we play... Um, I have a better chance in fighting game, by the way, than I do first-person shooter because I hate them. Okay, so let's stick with fighting game. Okay. If you're in a fighting game... Listen. Oh, that's my hip. Oh, damn. If you're in a fighting game, you have less of a chance to randomly win than in a sports game. Okay. I have lost to... Because FIFA will know that the other guy's not good and their keeper will just stand on his head. Mm-hmm. And I've lost games like to Votash. I've lost games to Dennis, who's trash. Is that because of the AI? Trash. Dennis is trash. Is it because the AI is just like so like adaptive to that? Or There what? is this running theory amongst FIFA, you know, lovers that, <coughs> excuse me, that some teams just cannot beat other teams, which was a very big thing in NHL with you. If you remember back when the Sedin brothers were both oh, yeah. um, on a team, they mm-hmm. were the best team in the game and yep. you just couldn't win with them. And so in FIFA, I formally put this idea out there that form is the biggest factor. Okay. So if they're, if it's a team that's in red, meaning all their players are in bad form, I won't pick them. I won't. Mm-hmm. I'll barely play guys in bad form because even though they're an 86 and the other guy might be an 82, mm-hmm. they're still in bad form. So they they lost some stats and they're just going to give up the ball more. Like it, it might not even be true, but that's what it is in my head. Mm-hmm. So if a guy's close and he's out of form, like for example, on, um, um, is it PSG or Inter Milan? I forget who has a Cardi. No, it's PSG. Yeah. So PSG, they have a Cardi and they have Cavani up top. Okay. I was running with, you know, a Cardi was rated higher, but he was a down form. So I put in Cavani and it worked, you know, it worked out for me. Okay. Um, but it's a big thing in FIFA where like when that break is. Mm-hmm. So. That's something you usually don't think of too. Cause you kind of just kind of think that, oh, that's the video game and they're going to be in probably the exactly. best possible form that yep. you can imagine, but it's very adaptive to that. So yeah. Keaton did fairly well. Um, the way that the, I won't pull it up. Um, actually, we're just going to stop video for this one. It's I don't understand why it's so laggy. Okay. So we're going to jump out of that so that we can use the internet. Uh, Thank you, interwebs. Yeah, it's it's an apologies for the people in the pocket. We'll just let it stop first. Um, but basically, I'll see if I can open the bracket for the challenge. Okay. Um, this website is amazing. I'm a huge fan of it. It's challenge c h a l l o n g e. Yeah, I was when you told me, when you, I saw it in uh, the Slack thing. I was like, this can't be the right name for it, right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a typo. Which is hysterical. Yeah. Which makes sense because I feel like in pop in pop culture nowadays, like when the proper pronunciation is challenge or challenge accepted <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Seriously though, it's it's it's. Yeah, know, I think it's just be, like I think it's because we just like emphasizing our vowels now to like make it seem more aggressive than it actually yeah. is. All right, we're never gonna use that video, so please just let me exit <laughs> that goddamn. Um, what I might do is pull that back up, not press record, and we can go through my mock draft video because ah. I have that set up over there. Okay. But anyways, um, it looks like the challenge is taking a little bit longer, whatever it is, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I just opened that back up, but I'm not worried about it. Yep. Um, but it was cool, man. I, I played uh, Ty in the first round. I beat him one nothing. Um, Cody got... <laughs> so we had six people in FIFA. Okay. And so then we had 10 in Smash. Okay. Which the nice thing about Challenge is that you can just input all the names and then randomize and it will show you how to do it. Okay. Which was always the toughest thing for me growing up trying to throw tournaments is to pretend to know like, all right, this guy's up next. Like, yeah. Because you have it all written down. But so round one was Davis versus Keaton. Okay. Ty versus Derek. 
and then Dennis versus Gil. Okay. Gil Gil was impressive. So Gil beat Denny. Yeah. Two to one. He did tell me that Denny threw a fit about so it. So we will yeah. get into that because I don't know if Denny listens to this show. Yeah. <laughs> we will get into that. So um, which I'm just gonna go to the next screen here. So hopefully that makes it lag less. Um yeah, so Davis uh beat Keaton two nothing, which Keaton was good, and then I beat Davis. That's not correct. Oh no, Cody beat Davis. Or Davis beat Cody. Wow. Okay. So yeah. Davis beat Keaton. Okay. I beat Ty. Gil beat Dennis. Mm-hmm. So then the next round, the game four, was Ty versus Dennis. Okay. Which was interesting to me because that was loser goes home. Okay. So you did a double elimination for yes, this one. We did. Okay, gotcha. So Ty beat Dennis three to one. Ooh. So Dennis went from playing Would you say that they're like on equal skill level with yes. regards to FIFA? Okay. Dennis is good but he thinks he's a lot better than he is and okay. i know he'll he'll be mad at me and all that yeah but says it right here proofs in the pudding <laughs> no, dennis is I, I would say dennis is better than ty ty is just your uh, he's like me in the sense that he's good at every game mm-hmm. like i'm very good at every video game it's just fifa's my game mm-hmm. um and it still shows these tournaments is going so i should probably give davis the win uh, so it's formal. We'll just do this. He'll, he'll get the alert on his phone or something being like, you yeah. are the victor. <laughs> so he beat me, and we'll get that because i got to input that later. Uh-huh. <coughs> I don't remember the score of the final, just to be completely clear. So That's I'm, okay. I'm going to give him a 2 nothing win to win it all. But anyway, okay. so, so Dennis got big mad, and I mean big mad. So Ty won, and, and the best part was that Cody – who you know, Cody. Yes. And Dennis were both chirping extremely loudly at me Ooh. in my first game. Reason being, I was, you know, I only beat Ty by what, one. Mm-hmm. And it was a late one. Okay. So they're screaming, you know, tell me I'm shit. Dennis is like, you're so shit. You're so shit. I, all I had to do was turn around and say, Dennis, I didn't even get to play you. <laughs> and he, oh, he was out of the room. He uh-huh. was pissed. The worst part was that he went from the three game where he lost to Gil to the four game where he lost to Ty. So it was back to back. Yeah. But uh, he threw a fit and hung out at the bar the whole time and then told me that I gave up real soccer and he still plays real soccer. And it was Aww. fun. It was a good time. Um, defense, so guess, defense mechanism, basically. Yeah. In so that I guess one, we yeah. actually had seven people in this one, which is cool. But anyway, so Cody and Davis played in round two. Cody randomly. So... I had originally gotten the first round by, mm-hmm. and I, I held it up, same way I did in Smash, and to everybody, and I said, guys, look, one, two, three, clicks on the rando. I said, I get the buy. Okay. Cody comes over throwing a fit, because he drew Davis in the first round, right. and we were talking about it. He's like, no one saw you do that. This is fixed. This is bullshit. This is fixed. So everyone there, because I didn't, I would have just told him to shut up, but there were three guys on the Smash side that I had never met right. that were friends with the dude from Huff's. Right. And then there was another guy that was Gil's friend that I never met, and I was like, I, was like, I don't want anyone to think this is cheating. Right. I was like, so whatever. I'll play first round. Um, so I did it again. Cody got the first round by. I played Davis. Davis beat him 4 nothing. <laughs> Cody called Real Madrid a 12th, or a U-12 team that can't do shit. Wow. Which is awesome. So Davis won 4 nothing, and then I beat Gil 4 nothing. Uh-huh. Um, and then Gil played Keaton and lost, and Ty beat Cody. Both games were 2-1. to one. Uh-huh. And then Keaton beat Ty 4-3. to three. I, I, didn't, I did not realize Keaton was good at Keaton uh, is very good at FIFA. Uh-huh. Uh, I beat Davis 5-4. to four. And then Davis beat Keaton four to three. Mm-hmm. I was pulling for Keaty to get into the final with me, just because not not because it was tougher or whatever, yeah, yeah. but because Keaton had ground the whole way from losers round two. Um, it was the underdog story. Yes, I liked, I yeah, liked I was that. rooting for that. I so like Davis that. ended up, you know, he won. He he, uh, he pulled it through, and and it's funny because like 
Davis and I back in the day used to really shit talk. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's very much we know that we're past our prime of FIFA, <laughs> so we're very you know it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Davis a lot as a, which is cool because like back in the day I was like this dude's a dick. Oh yeah, but uh, funniest guy. So then we get to the Smash tournament. Which had ten people, so we're you know mm-hmm. still growing. In and and Smash is also one of those games too that even if I, I mean FIFA is a little bit more of a skill game than I would say it is, but FIFA but Smash is one of those games that I feel like anyone could play. Anyone can play, not at this level. That's fair. That's the insane that fair. part to me. That's fair. So uh, I you know the weird thing I randomized it. So what has to happen was we gave everyone a seed on random. So mm-hmm. it was ten people. Okay. So the eight and the nine seed played, and the seven and the ten seed played the first round of the tournament. Okay. So then that way we could have um, you know eight people there, and then people already went to the losers bracket. Right. So I was like, look, guys, here's what it is. And the funny thing was, Baby Rap and Brad and Tyler and Sia were four of the best people. Like I, Sia ended up winning it all. Baby Rap to the final. Um, this Tyler kid want, made it the whole way up to the losers bracket finals Mm -hmm. and then brad i think yeah brad made it to the semifinals so they're all amazing and And i felt so bad and they ended up being in the 710 seed yes that's great and so i'd like to eventually get to a place where we can get a ranking of some kind but anyways you know i played reaper first round uh i got i lost and then i played um tyler who was the kid that lost first and so it was it was at least nice that in his losers bracket uh, Tyler got a, pretty much a first round buy. Yeah. So, so there was that at least. I did kill him that. once, which I was so excited about. <laughs> I literally screamed. I also got like, there's this one move that Mr. Game and Watch does that you just hit randomly and it gives you a number. I got three nines in a row mm-hmm. and it gives you a random number between one and 10. Mm-hmm. So I got three nines in a row, which apparently was the coolest thing ever. So I was down for that. Damn. Okay. So it was like, look at the draw base play on that one. <clears throat> yes. Okay. 100%. I got you. Um, but it was a lot of fun, man. Alex has a good shop down there. Laboratory down on, uh, it's a 606 East Carson. It's on 6th Street. It's right on the corner of East Carson there. Um, you know, it was, it was a good time. I feel bad Marty couldn't be there. He'll be at the next one, hopefully. We'll probably... I, the, the sports game is going to be NHL. I know okay. that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the other game is going to be, but I think the timing was cool because we did it... We started at 3.30-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, we should have started at 3, but I was, like, making sure people had a chance to get there and whatnot. Um have you found out like options that you want to do for the other game, or is it kind of like so? It's it's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the bigger ones is people were asking about Mortal Kombat. Um, See, I bet that would be a good one because that's because fighting games are I think are something that a lot of people can do because there's like less skill yeah. involved with all that, and I think that you would get a better turnout for. Yeah. Well, why don't you throw your own goddamn tournament, Greg, and then we'll see it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and one guy there who will go unnamed for this podcast um, kept telling everyone there what the people that throw this tournament should do okay and oh man i was just like you're just gonna name you're you're not gonna like drop a name on here is so that- i don't know who he was okay so it's not like someone we know it is it's someone you know someone i know yes okay but it's someone that i've only met once and it was when we went down to uh Chupkas? I think so. Oh, God, I know who it is. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't go too much. Nice kid, but man, he just kept saying, whoever throws these tournaments needs to do the blah, 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 blah. Was he having some sass along with it as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah then I, I know, yeah. I actually called him out. When I was playing in the final with Davis, he was cheering hard for Davis, and I, I called him out for a variety of reasons, which he shut up, which was, like, I felt kind of like a jag-off, but also, like, 
you're going to show up at this thing and you're not going to play. Right. You're not going to pay. Right. You're just drinking and right. eating pizza. Right. Which I told him, I was like, uh, and Alex technically is not allowed to accept money for the beer because they made the beer. So the beer is included in the. Wait, they made the beer? So it is called Steel Bridge Brewery and it's Alex's friend, Sean, who's a home brewer. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it is amazing beer. It was uh. like, the one was a strawberry wheat. And it was really good. Oh, I bet you that was good. But they're getting their homebrew license so that Alex can turn it into a bar after hours for the shop. That's awesome. Um, so we tell everyone, we're like, yeah, like it's, you know, it's beer that he's making, which is, it was awesome. But we also had Bush and we had IPAs and stuff. Hmm. Um, so we can't technically charge people for the beer and stuff, but we'll figure it out. But mm-hmm. it was just like, I'm going to a tournament that, and, and the nice thing was the three random guys, the reviews they gave, because I asked them all what they thought. They were like, it's so cool not to be, because they thought it was going to be this uptight thing. They all came bringing their own controllers. Like, they thought it was going to be super serious, but everyone left, and even, you know, Baby Rap, they all left being like, I'm going to tell all my friends about this. Mm-hmm. Which, the best thing about that is, if these people are going to randomly come to that one and they tell their friends like their friends are gonna come right because they're like yo they ordered this the big beast pizza or whatever mm-hmm. um we had beer mm-hmm. it was 15 dollars for each tournament i forget what the winner took home the winner of i think the winner of smash took home 75 second place 25 third place money back okay fifa i think was 40 20 15 mm-hmm. which for paying 15 dollars like davis made out like a bandit. right and so, you know what i mean and i took my 20 and um, we actually use it for parking for a Pens game. So I was like, boom. I yeah. only lost, what, 10 bucks because of the tournament. Yeah, so that's not terrible. No, no, that's no, a good, no. That's a good look for you, man. Yeah, it was fun, man. So uh, we'll see. I want to do a couple different things. I, I think the best thing we can do in that space is have um, two competitive things running and then maybe another type of tournament of some kind. I, I want to do speed run. I think Sega speed run would be cool. That'd be good. That'd be good, um, yeah. Do like Sonic the Hedgehog first map speed run okay um we'll figure it out there's a lot going on we couldn't get it on the projector which was a little uh late planning on my part mainly because mm-hmm. you don't have bluetooth uh noise coming from these devices mm-hmm. so just the sound from the tv which the projector doesn't give off right but, but it was cool it was a good time man uh, and we'll i don't know we'll figure out the game next this challenge has a couple communities that do different games and stuff so i'm gonna poke around there and see what games yeah see what's like very popular yeah, or something or yeah. where you get like a good turnout for yeah but i guess you were was it you tell me that smash was huge in pittsburgh maybe not you someone was telling me that there's like a community um steel city i smash. mean i'm not i wouldn't be surprised because i'm pretty sure the pittsburgh knights have a have a smash team so yeah. like i would bet you that they're probably pretty big out here yeah, that's fair. We should just mm-hmm. play all games the Knights play and just get them done. <laughs> um, it was fun, though. But let's get back to some real sports talk. Well, I mean, we could say video games are kind of real sports now. That for tournament wasn't real sport. That's fair. Was. Yes. <laughs> it was a sporting uh, event. So you yeah. you have an idea. I, I, have a, I have a somewhat of a loosely conceptual idea. Okay. Yeah. So start with what your idea is about and then get into your idea. All right. So... Basic premise of it is that, and we were discussing this earlier, is that the the CBA for uh, the Players Association and the owners, uh, the deadline to approve or decline it is this Saturday at midnight. Uh, the basic background for it was that the players said that they wanted a compare sheet to show the main differences between the current CBA and the new CBA that the owners are trying to get. Yeah, and there's and there's some there's some other like stories about it and some hidden agendas about it that we'll get into on the later show. But the main thing that a lot of people are aware of for this new CBA huh? was that the owners want a 17th game, and that's something that's been talked about for a while. Um, now, the concept of the 17th game is very interesting for a lot of people to go about this because the way that the schedule is worked out for the NFL right now is very 
concise. You know, you play your division teams twice, so that's six games. Uh, you rotate AFC divisions every. You rotate conference divisions every year, so that's four. So that'll be ten. Then you play the same place team in your conference's division. So, like, if you finish first place in the NFC East, you're going to play the first place team in the North, the first place team in the West, and the first place team in the South. Which I did kind of feel that I didn't know all that, but I also knew there was some way I just never looked into it. Right. And then, obviously, because the way that the divisions are aligned, you're already playing a specific division on rotation. So that's two extra games. So that's 12. And then your last four games come from the rotation of the opposing conference's division that you're playing that year. So that's another four, and that's how you get your 16. Now, the concept that I came up with was, okay, what would be a good idea for how to essentially create a kind of a new concept for the schedule that could also be a yearly format? My idea came from the fact that Pitt, in the ACC, they have divisions. So they have the Atlantic and they have the Coastal. They're in the Coastal. Pitt plays everyone in their division. They play one rotating team from the Atlantic every year, so it's always a so it's always like a different opponent. Okay. But there's always one set opponent from the Atlantic that they play every year as a constant, being Syracuse. So every year they will always play Syracuse, but they'll always play a different team in the Atlantic as well to go with it every year. So my concept is to kind of make it a little different because you have no idea how to do the 17th game yet. I say the idea is to pair off an AFC team and an NFC team, have them as like, you can make them geographic rivals. You can make them just like just a random pairing. If you want, if like you can't get a geographic rival, have a pair as an AFC and an NFC team that will always play each other every year to make it a interconference game, essentially. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the thing that I love about this too, is that if your, let's say your division is playing against the division that your interconference pair is in all you do is just yeah. you do a home and away series that year so you are guaranteed to have two you're guaranteed to have a home and away against that team so it's kind of like i give the biggest example for this so let's say that the afc north and the nfc east are paired with each other this year and let's say that the steelers have their natural rival the eagles as their pair for the nfc if they do that, you're guaranteed a home and away Philadelphia and Pittsburgh game that yeah. season. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So then that bodes the question, who gets who? Exactly. Which and, I am pulling up now, and we will see. And that is the one that I was – and this was something I actually like went into the weeds on at work because in between my time where I didn't have a lot to do, I was like, huh, this could actually be a good idea if it was executed properly. And I feel like there's some natural – ones that make a lot of sense but then you also get into the problem of there's this like contingent of teams in certain geographic areas that are either in the same conference or like may not make sense where they're not close to anyone else that could go with it so there's some very easy ones off the top of my head okay um, so I'm, i have both conferences pulled up on my laptop right and i am moving the notes to the other screen mm-hmm. maybe please Please work. Oh, I know why. Come on, technology. We have faith in you. Don't fail us. There we go. Yeah, but So here's what we'll do. All right. You have some obvious ones, you yes. think. All right, start with those. Okay, the obvious ones. Pittsburgh and Philly. Okay. Okay. Jets versus Giants. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's clear. Yeah, that's clear. All right. Chargers and Rams. 
okay? Now, this one's going to be a little goofy because they just relocated, but it still works. Raiders and Niners. Yeah, that's that's interesting because that one would obviously be the one if it wasn't for them. Right, but it still works because I think that they're... I think natural rivalry kind of still will okay. even out eventually. Um, I have another obvious one. Houston and Dallas. Yep. That's, okay. That was the next one there. This one I... <coughs> this Excuse one me. I was thinking about, and I think it works just from a geographic standpoint. Denver and Seattle. Okay. okay. Why from geographic? Just because they're both, they're both north north of the united states and i think it could maybe just make sense from that i like it because we still believe that they were a good super bowl yes that's another one too um okay now i got to the and here's another one this is just kind of funny carolina and jacksonville the battle of the 95ers yeah i like that because and they're very close yes um so then that leads so then that leaves That's 14. The, so then that leaves the two Florida teams, Miami and Tampa. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Deal. Then I got another one as just like a heritage game, the first Super Bowl, Green Bay and Kansas City. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Mhm. Now that's where I hit my roadblock. Yeah, so teams you have left. Let's look. You have the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Who I'm just going to go through the uh, NFC teams. Okay, that's fine. So Redskins are left. You have the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Bears. Lions. Saints. Falcons. Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And 49ers. No, you no, no I, already have the, I already have the Niners, yeah. All right. So here's what we'll do. I'll name a team, and then we try our best, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to do one of these. How do I zoom in on this, John? Or at least make the font bigger. Yeah. I would hope you'd be allowed. There we go. Good enough. All right. right. Old man eyes. Um, (laughs) So who would the Baltimore Ravens? Oh, Redskins. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah, Redskins. Yeah, that makes sense. There's another easy one. Who would the Cleveland Browns? Wow, Pittsburgh's the only one we okay. Uh, I kind of like Browns Lions. Yeah, it makes sense because they've both been shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're they're close to each other. They are. They're about three hours apart, so yeah. it's not it's not too terrible. Same cities, mm-hmm, exactly. All right. So let's go to Cincinnati Bengals. I kind of was thinking Chicago. See, for Chicago, I was thinking Indy. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll plug that one in right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then let's let's skip Cincinnati because that's a weird one. Yeah. What about the? We did. Yeah. Okay. Um, we did Kansas City, Oakland, Denver, Charger. Uh, we did Jacksonville. We did Indy uh, Titans. I was thinking Falcons. For I them. was too, yeah, because I think that I think distance wise, I think it makes sense. So why? What's your what's your thing behind the Panthers in Jacksonville? The battle of the ninety five ers. Yeah, they both came in the league at the same time. Gotcha. Because yeah. I was thinking originally Falcons, Falcons and Jacksonville. 
Yeah, but I like that better. Mm-hmm. Because there's it's only because they're kind of close. Yeah. My, you know what I mean? But all right, so Falcons v, what did we say? Uh, Titans. Titans. So we have the Vikings, the Saints, and the Cardinals. We have the Patriots, the Bengals, and the Buffalo Bills. <clears throat> God, these are ugly. I don't mind the Vikings versus the Bills just because they're both really cool I think weather. That, I think that makes sense, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. There's no real reason. But... No, there's there's no reason, but like it, just from necessity standpoint, it, it would make sense. So it's the New England Patriots and the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. I would rather the Bengals get the Cardinals because we'll call it the Carson Palmer Bowl, <laughs> and the Saints get the Patriots because they both cheated. I mean, yeah, like two, like there was going to be some ones that just did not make sense whatsoever, and this is clearly going to be it. Yeah, and I think that since the Saints and Patriots both cheated, it makes sense. Yeah. All right. I, I think feel we've like, solved the. NFL. I feel like there's going to be some holes poked into this. Like, I could, like, just from looking at this, I could probably make an argument for the Bills playing the Giants and then, like, uh, the Patriots playing the. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. And so the Patriots, all their rivals to me are in their conference. Right. So, like, Steelers, you talk about. Um, I mean, all their teams in their division. Right. I, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, just kind of playing around with it and stuff. I think certain ones make sense. I feel like the Green Bay-Kansas City one, you could probably manipulate a little bit just because I'm going off of that being the first Super Bowl just as a heritage pick. Yeah. So, like, you could also maybe say Kansas City and Chicago if you wanted. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, like that. That's the part that kind of sucks. I could They're, see Philly and New England. I could too. Yeah, but that's I good. like the Pennsylvania Bowl better. I'm the Redskins and Ravens one was one I didn't even think of. I don't know why. Yeah, that was an easy one. For I know. Me. I don't know why. It just didn't even register with me. But yeah, that so, was good though. So yeah, there's nine obvious matchups I think, but then the others are like very debatable. Yeah, which you can get into it anyway. Yeah. You slice it. So like, if you're a fan of any other franchise like let's say you're not a Steelers fan like let's say you're Seattle okay let's say you're a Seattle fan would you be cool with having to play Denver every year maybe twice a year depending on like if you rotate yes okay um let's say like by some by let's say you're Keaton and you're a Bengals fan would you be okay with playing the Cardinals well I mean I, I guess I would only say no because it makes no sense yes but the Bengals don't re- I mean the Bengals don't have anything. They don't. That's what sucks. There's no good rival for them other than themselves. Right. I mean like I not even thinking about um the Niners for a sec. I actually was going to do Raiders and Cardinals because it, you could argue it'd be the battle of the deserts. Yep. But <clears throat> but with the Raiders being in Vegas still, I think going back to the Niners at least once every two years. Yeah, that, that's 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 it brings ba- the fan base. Right, that's some Bay Area nostalgia right there. So yeah, I think that works. I do feel like the LA teams should just play each other because every year. Yeah, like I feel like the I feel like the Giants and the Jets should play each other every year just because they both like both sets of teams use this use this stadium. Yeah. So let's walk through my mock and then okay. we can go through some other sportsy stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're cool with that, Gregory. I'm cool with that. Yes. All right. So I did it on a video on YouTube, which I still haven't dropped a blog about because I thought I did on Friday, and I didn't do it on Friday because it's still in the draft. Okay. So it was this nice little put-together video that Greg will see if you're interested in seeing the full video where I actually go through and give analysis voiceover style. Ooh. It was on our YouTube channel, thoughtsonthebench.com, and I'll drop it tomorrow in blog form. But this is Deke's Mock Draft 2.0 Post Combine. Look at you using technology <clears> to <throat> the greatest potential. Got I know. I have all this shit here that I just left because I know <laughs> that I'm going to do another one. So uh, First overall pick. 
the Cincinnati. And don't look at the names on the left because you're right, cheating. Fine. Is there a way actually? Maybe I can. Well, like just move it over. There you go. Yeah, just do that. Yeah. Well, that. I love. Still, okay, so there we go. So I'll just move up and down. Okay. Uh, so the number one overall pick, Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU to the Bengals. Makes the most sense. It, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things where you'd have to either a just be talking out of your ass or b looking to make conversation to say anything otherwise. What would it cost for the Bengals to trade down from this pick? Three firsts. Three firsts? Of some variety. What if Miami offers you all three of their <coughs> first-round picks this year? Yeah, I uh, I, th- I think I tossed that at you. Yeah, you or did. some variation You did, and I, and I said no because I think Miami needs more talent than the Bengals do, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, if I'm the Bengals, though, yeah... I mean, there's a good chance I take that because you're talking about three first. And, and I mean, I would rather have two of Miami's and then one for their next year because right. you know it's going to be much higher. And so I would probably say no to three this year. Mm-hmm. But if I get two of the three, so if we swap first and then I get the 23rd overall, whatever pick it is, and then I get your first next year, yes. Okay. Even though I love Joe Burrows. Number two, Chase Young, defensive end Ohio State. I'm not buying into the Tua stuff just yet. Even though I'm I, not either. I think it's real, but I'm not buying into the fact that they're going to... like. Do I think that they think Tua is better than Haskins? Yes. Do I think that they think Tua is a franchise quarterback, if healthy? Yes. Uh-huh. Do I think that they really bring that in right now? No. Because mm-hmm. I do believe that teams are prepared to tank next year for T-Law and Fields. Yeah, I read a, I read something that the Carolina Panthers might be the most interesting yeah. team that will tank next year. If that's the case, that'd be interesting. Yeah, um, agreed on that. My only big other thing with that is that I could see the Redskins trading down because they desperately need a left tackle, especially because apparently Trent Williams is asking 20 mil a year. So we did, I uh, we don't do trades we do for not. our mock, so I did mention that in the video. But you're yeah. right; I, I could see them. I mean, it's just it's so enticing though to see Chase Young and Montez sweat together. By the way, I hate reading mock drafts that have trades in them. It pisses, yeah, it, it pisses it's, me. It's off. so annoying because it's like a, it's an it's an added variable that you just get to like right. pick the easy thing. Yeah. Now, granted, like if you do a mock on the day of the draft and you're well, like, yeah, that's the thing is is all the redrafts. So the redraft I did, uh-huh. you do it with the picks when the clock starts. Right. That's different. Mm-hmm. You do it on the, the second the clock starts, those are the picks that you do it. I like of. that. Those see, are fun. See, I like that, yes, because you're guessing at that point, and you can probably guess the same person in a row if you want to, and just in the hopes of getting it right. Yeah, really. I find that entertaining. So next, third overall pick, Jeffrey Kuda, stick with the cornerback at Ohio State for the Lions. My dream scenario is Chase Young to go three. Yeah, it, I, it, I want it so bad. It frustrates me the amount of people that are like, why would you take a cornerback that high? He can't win you a game, and it's... It, Denzel Ward won four, and I'm just going to keep repeating that until I'm blue yeah. in the face with that. But it's like, maybe you can tell me that other guys might be more talented, this and that, but when you play a lot of man, when you don't have a, sh- you have a shit secondary and you can get the best guy in this draft, do it. Mm-hmm. They could trade back too, but do it. They could. Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle to the Giants from Alabama. I, I feel like offensive tackles now are just going to be so, I feel like they're now grouped together, yes. especially because I was not crazy about Beckton coming into this draft because yeah. my I don't whole, think anyone was. Yeah, because my whole thing is like, I don't think he's experienced enough. I think he's got the size, but will he be able to translate to the NFL? I think his combine numbers blew up. But to that degree, though, we even touched on this, is that most most front offices already have their board set. So I find it very surprising to see if I Becton, believe that some people move their board for Beckton. You think? Yes. I could also I see. I mean, that was fast. That was, <laughs> yeah. 
especially for a left tackle. Yeah. It's my God. Large fellow. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I agree. We talk about it a lot on the show that I believe that all the tackles are just your preference. Yeah. Do you want a younger guy that you got to, you know, skill train? You got to go to Becton. If you want the arguably the best talent of athleticism, it's Worfs. Uh-huh. Like, Becton was insane, but I believe Worfs right. is up there. And then if you want the guy that's ready, plug in now, it's Wills. Yeah. And also, you could go for Thomas, who I think is the safest of all four. Yeah. So then we go to the Miami Dolphins taking two attack of Iloa. Quarterback Alabama. I'm very intrigued to see what team tries to pass the Dolphins because I think Tua is not getting past five. No, agreed. Yeah. And I think the Dolphins might be the team that passed themselves to go get them, but we'll see. You think there's going to be that much of like, uh, we don't know what could potentially happen. We got to do this to cover yes, ourselves. I do. Mm-hmm. Number six, the Chargers take Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. You could see Jordan Love going here. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot of talk about it, and everyone keeps tossing out Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. There, I liked Love's uh, tape from last year. Like I did watch highlights of it, and this year you have all the pieces excuse me, missing. Um, but Herbert, it, he has arguably the best arm right. in this draft when yeah. you look at accuracy and talent. So. Jor- Jordan Love is not Patrick Mahomes, man. He's not. No, like, not Jor- Jordan Love is athletic as hell, but when you watch Patrick Mahomes in college, like you kind of could tell there's so much mm-hmm. raw talent from there. You saw there were guys that compared him to Brett Favre. I don't get yeah. Brett Favre comparisons from Jordan Love. Isaiah Simmons, linebacker safety from Clemson going to Carolina Panthers. This would be the first actual difference between the mocks, and it's because Isaiah Simmons balled. Yeah. Still my least favorite player in this class. I think he's all projection. He's all athletic traits. I don't know how he'll transition to an inside linebacker role, especially <clears> trying to replace Luke Kuechly. But if the Panthers think that they can mold him into the, if, if the Panthers think that they can mold him into a Ryan Shazier type player, I'm all for it. But Ryan Shazier didn't really prove himself until midway through his second year. Yeah. So I could, so I could totally see Isaiah Simmons going through a rough learning curve in his first year. Yeah, it, it's just it's it's the thing for me about Isaiah Simmons is that someone's gonna take a chance on him that high. Oh, absolutely, so. those, those measurables in that four three, it's going to like people are going to want that and try to figure out how to work it into their scheme. My whole thing with that is I feel like in the draft nowadays is there's so much emphasis on getting the best athlete mm-hmm. that you forget that they have to fit the position. Best player available. All right. <laughs> Number eight, Tristan Wirth's offensive tackle goes to the Cardinals. Um, Much-needed protection for Kyler Murray, yeah. Although the the thing that always intrigues me about this is that we usually compare Kyler Murray to Russell Wilson, I'd say, and Russell Wilson has never necessarily needed an elite offensive line to be able to produce the way that he can. Which is why I think Wirth's is the best fit for that team. Even if all the tackles were there, they'd Uh take Wirth's. Reason being for him to get out in the screens and get out in the flat and get out when Murray's running. It's something that is... uh, would have changed Russell Wilson's career more, maybe. Yeah. But it, it's he's just insane, and he's going to give a lot of protection to Murray, and Murray needs it because that I, line is trash. I'd be intrigued to see how much better Russell Wilson was with an elite left tackle. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. They traded everything away for Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Number nine, Derek Brown, defensive tackle from Auburn to the Jacksonville Jaguars. 100% the safest pick in this draft, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he is a guy that could plug and play right in he'd be a great yeah. bridge for when Calais Campbell finally gets let go yep. because he's getting older and even though he can produce still I think Derek Brown is also a guy that could be a big difference maker for them especially because they're losing in Gawkwe. I believe 10 is where I start making some changes nope never mind the New York Jets take Jerry Judy wide receiver Alabama a lot of people got to tackle wait wait, wait 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 where's your number 10 oh yeah I left it out but I put it in for the video okay it was the um Cleveland Browns yeah, they took um, 
I think it was Becton. It was Becton. I believe so. I had Becton. I had Becton going them to in my first mock, and I said that I thought the Browns were going to Brown because I thought that they were hyping up the projection. But then after seeing how great of a combine he had, I would think that'd be a great pick for them. Low key, mm-hmm. I don't believe. Hold on, let me check the folder. I would laugh hysterically if I just left the Browns out, and the reason I might have is because there was an issue with the Raiders. Um, so I had deleted some of the footage. What was the issue with the Raiders? By the way, I apologize for the police sirens in the background. Uh, <laughs> we live in the hood in Pittsburgh. So. No, the the issue, quote-unquote, with the Raiders one was that um, I had originally done the number wrong, so I had to fix that, and then I tried to recut that footage. Oh, okay, gotcha. So let me go through this real quick. Cause, oh, no, there it is, yeah. No, I, I don't know why I wasn't in there. Number 10 gets Becton. Be- Becton, okay. Um, and just so you don't think I'm a big liar, poo-poo face. That's okay. Shut up. <laughs> so I did have the Cleveland Browns taking uh, Mekhi Becton, Louisville. I feel like that's. <clears throat> I feel like Becton to the Browns is going to become a very popular pick amongst most See, I, guys. I kind of believe that... Um, sorry, just fixing that. I think that... Becton's going to go higher in, in, in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a combination mock, and I, I said in the video, of what I would do and what I think the team should do. It's just a combo. But Becton, I believe, will go ahead of one of the other guys. But the Browns are sitting pretty to at least get one of their linemen. I could see Becton going to Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, because I could see I could see Matt Rule being the type of old-school coach that believes, in getting, <laughs> that believes in getting a franchise left tackle before a franchise quarterback. Well, and... If you really are going to be tanking for T-Law next year, mm-hmm. that's your guy. Number 11, Jerry Judy, wide receiver, Alabama. I'm guessing this is where we started to differ because I was a big believer in the Jets getting an offensive tackle, but I, I would... I don't believe l- Thomas deserves to be this high, and mm-hmm. I think he's good, but Judy is... he's He is a wide receiver one mm-hmm. for a quarterback that you are going to be spending a lot of money on. Does Judy or Lamb fit better with the Jets? Me, personally... Um, I don't know. It, it's it's it, the reason I want Jerry Judy is because if you really want CD Lamb and you want that yak, you kind of technically have it in Robbie Anderson and right. that burst guy. But if they resign Robbie Anderson, that's the thing. But mm-hmm. I I think Judy is better, so I just went with the better receiver. That's fair. No, I believe Judy is the number one receiver in this class as well. And I think I understand that some people are going to be like like enthralled by the idea of getting all that speed from cd lamb but yeah. i think judy has the better hands and i think route running is the most underrated factor that you need in a very elite wide receiver number 12 cd lamb goes to the raiders yep love that pick Derek carr gets a <clears throat> weapon and i think he would i could maybe see cd lamb being offensive player offensive rookie yeah. of the year this year because Agreed. i i like that raider team Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle from South Carolina, goes to the Indianapolis Colts. He strikes me as such a Colt pick. I don't know <laughs> why, but there's something about him. Because I could also, I could see Kinlaw maybe passing Brown for the first D-tackle taken. A lot of people have been saying that. And, and like you said, it's just that safe thing that gets me. Right. Yeah, like I think the D, I think the top two defensive tackles are very safe picks. So yeah. it's just kind of figuring out, okay, who do we like more? Who has better tape and all that? Who we think fits with our culture there better? There's a lot of people that uh, started mocking rugs here. Yeah, and I we had this conversation about that too because you think that him and Ty Hilton are too much of the same player. And Paris Campbell. And Paris Campbell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like they're just speed athletes, and it's it's for you know eventually you're gonna have to get a guy that's tall i would assume well if they take especially with eric ebron out if they take philip rivers then maybe the concept is like okay just bomb it the entire time or something or if you want to go this route too i could see maybe the colts trying to get chenault in the second round yeah that would be a very good compliment to ty hilton 
so next we got which let me oh come on let me click <laughs> cj henderson cornerback florida to the tampa bay bucks you are a big cj henderson fan i, must I say. love his athleticism i love his size mm-hmm. and a lot of people this is the first pick that like it's almost impossible to find a comparison here because a lot of people are like going so many different positions. Mm-hmm. Who's, From, who is the second best corner in this class? Is it him or Christian Fulton? It, it, it's CJ Henderson it? in okay. my mind. Yeah, Fulton has a couple question marks and he's good, but Henderson had a down year at Florida, but Florida had a whole down year. I think he'll be the second take. Away. Right. Uh, 15, Henry Ruggs, the third, which might be the most popular mock yeah, in the if, world if you don't have the Colts for some weird reason. Yeah, you know what? I mean, to me... I thought Henry Ruggs was going to be the pick for Philadelphia. I think he's the pick that Philly yeah. wants really badly, but after the combine, I, I could see Henry Ruggs going here. I could also see Andrew Thomas going here just yep. to be the Agreed. just to be the all pro tackle for Drew Locke because they have a lot of money invested in him. Maybe go for a receiver in the second round, but I think Ruggs would fit very well. I think Ruggs and Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton would complement each other very well because they're because they're different. They're extremely different. Mm-hmm. Number sixteen. The Atlanta Falcons take AJ Epinesa. I think that Iowa. I think it's just obvious that they need pass rush. I'll, I yeah. could also see Clavon Chase on here. That so a be. lot of people are saying that Clavon Chase on passed Epinesa after Epinesa's terrible combine. Mm-hmm. For me, it still does ring true to me that I think that they kind of bit themselves in the ass for getting those athletes first. I mean, yeah. Vic Beasley was good for a year, right? Um, so get yourself a guy that's just going to, you know, he's he's a big body. Like even if he doesn't get the sack total, he's going to have pressure. I mean, I would argue that the athlete traits kind of still work for them sometimes because Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, oh, uh, Grady, it, Grady it, Jarrett. I mean, and I would say, you know, true, but why not get a different guy? Yeah, it's just I, I like Epines as the third. That's fair, and I think Tack McKinley's really underwhelmed so yes. far since he's been there. But you never know because Beasley is probably not coming, more than likely not coming back. I could see Tack McKinley taking on a bigger role this year. Agreed. Seventeen, Grant Delpit, safety out of LSU, goes to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I think C.J. Henderson would be a great fit here, but I think Delpit deserves to be a first rounder. I think, I think that entire LSU defense this year underachieved so, so much. much just because they didn't need to yep. do anything. And I think yeah. their tapes their their tape on like all of their top prospects is gonna be bad because I think they got in the back of their mind that they don't have to do as much as they needed to. Yeah. And they got lazy. The other thing about that too is um uh, Xavier McKinney's a popular pick here and, and I don't hate it. Is it but they both for me they both are defensive backs before safeties. Right. Like, they both have played in the slot. They've played corner. They've played outside. I just... Delpit's tape from two years ago was just too good for me to pass up as right. a put-in guy now. He was he was a top-five talent coming into this year, but it's just because of the fact that they didn't need him this year that that's why he didn't really produce as well as he could have. Miami Dolphins at 18 take your boy, Andrew Thomas, Love and they that. walk out of here with Tua and Thomas and rebuild their offense in one draft. Now, that is how you rebuild a core. Yes. Love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he falls this far, they'd be dumb not to. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Plus, I also think the I think the favorite pick is also to get a running back, but this this draft is deep there that I yes. think they they could easily get one in the second round or with their last first if they wanted. The Raiders' second pick, they take Xavier McKinney's safety to pair with Jonathan Abrams. Abram did not play much this year because I think he was injured for the most first game. Yeah, man, I think him and McKinney would be a great complement to each other. I wonder. I would say McKinney would probably be the box guy and Abram would be the free. Okay. I think that's how it would work because you even said that McKinney has more defensive back than yeah. safety, so I think he would be better coming up into coming up into protection on that one. But yeah, I think they could complement each other very well. well. And that defense, like I, I looked at 
you know, a, a couple of my early mocks had uh, Clavon Chase on here. I like Christian Fulton here too. Yeah, I, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I didn't pick Chase on is because Max Crosby should have been a first rounder last year <laughs> based off talent. And even though Cleveland Farrell was their fourth overall pick and was pretty bad in comparison to that, he's still young and a very good talent. Mike Mayock so, knows how to draft, man. Yes, that's why he was the he was the absolute best draft analyst. I also thought about Queen or Murray here. Because they're losing Vontez Perfect, uh, I don't know. I just uh, Xavier falling this far was yeah, too good. Yeah, this is a really weak inside <clears throat> linebacker class in general. So I, I would be very intrigued to see how they maybe kind of make up for that into free agency. In the very next pick, we have Christian Fulton, cornerback from LSU, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Jaguars now have Isaiah Simmons and Christian Fulton. Mm-hmm. C.J. Henderson's also a popular pick that I've yep. seen here too. I think he would fit very nicely, be a kind of a similar body comp to yes. Boye, but Fulton is a little more aggressive, which is something that I think they need. Yep. The Eagles at 21, who you think is a second rounder, take LaVisca Chenault Jr., wide receiver, Colorado. I don't like that. Why not? I feel like he doesn't fit the type of receiver that they need. Like, the thing that, the reason that I liked Ruggs so much was because of the fact that he was a speed demon, and that's a piece of their offense that they don't have. So you can bring back Deshaun Jackson. He was no. hurt. He was hurt for like eight games last year. Man, how many more, <clears throat> how many more years does he have left, though? He only needs one. Right. You only need one year with that team. You get rid of Alshon Jeffrey. You bring in LaVisca Chenault Jr. with a Doug Peterson offense. Mm-hmm. This guy plays so many end-arounds in college. Because you're thinking about what's, what coach can utilize him to his fullest ability. A lot of people are saying Sean Payton. I'm a huge Doug Peterson guy. You know, and if you're telling me that anybody can throw the ball in that offense, I want LaVisca throwing the ball. You know who might end up actually being here at 21 because Henry Ruggs won't be there? Who? Denzel Mims. Yeah... I mean, Greg, can you tell me that Mims is a better talent than Chanel? No, absolutely not. So then you are doing what I normally do, which is fitting a need and not taking the best talent. Stop wearing my hat. (laughs) Stand by your own damn statement. I'm spending too much time around you. (laughs) Serious. No, I I like Mims here. I do, Mm -hmm. because they do need a burner. But they also need just a receiver. They they haven't had a wide receiver one. How long? I mean, Jeffrey's not been good. Their Golden Tate was shit there. Yeah. Uh, Aguilar Nelson was butt. Mm-hmm. Their tight ends have been their best target. So if you get me a guy that's actually a wide receiver one promising mm-hmm. type of guy, I just I enjoyed it too much. Yeah. When was the last time you ever heard the phrase "take pressure off of my tight end"? <laughs> Gronk. Yeah. Um, Twenty-two. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, LSU to the Buffalo Bills. See. From need perspective, Jefferson, I feel like, would fit better with the Eagles. And Chenault would fit better with the Bills because of what they already have. The inability to use Golden Tate in the slot, who then was successful with the Giants, Mm -hmm. made me not want to take a slot receiver for the Eagles. So you think a boundary guy would work better in Doug Peterson's offense then? A boundary guy, yeah, but Chenault can also do a lot more Mm -hmm. than Justin Jefferson in that offense. Okay. so we'll see. But I, Jefferson to the Bills just makes sense to me because you have John Brown on the outside. You have Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brown's a burner. So you get a guy like Justin Jefferson who is a nice body yeah. receiver for Allen in the middle there. I liked yeah. it. I also see the Bills <clears throat> definitely trying to go for a tight end in this class, but first round's way too early. Yeah. Then we got Jordan Love, quarterback Utah State, to the New England Patriots. You banking on uh, Brady not being there? Or is it just like you, how the board fell for you? So there was another name that I wanted to take over Love. Okay. Who, We'll go very quickly after this. But the reason I took love here, I'm banking on Brady to be back. Okay. I don't believe... And and the the reason that this pick probably won't happen is because the Patriots don't carry more than one quarterback. And as I... You know, my number one take about the Patriots have been they love Brian Hoyer. Mm -hmm. Brian Hoyer is the better quarterback out of Hidden Stidham that would, if Brady goes down, put in. 
but they let him walk for Jarrett Stidham. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they think he's the next Brady, yeah. but they're at least comfortable with being like, all right, you know, let's let a guy walk or something. Um, so Jordan Love, you know, could be the number two depend on injury whatever quarterback in this class when yep. it comes down to it like the talent really is there no absolutely something <clears> that and you're gonna call me crazy for this but something that i could totally see belichick doing Taysom hill got a first round tender on him yeah i would not put it past bill belichick to use up his first round pick on Taysom hill because he strikes me as a type of quarterback that belichick would love to work with <laughs> white Yes. Big. <laughs> yes. Runs. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I do like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but I took love here, which means that my quarterback, Jacob Eason, to the Saints. Man. Tell me you wouldn't love that. Wow. Ooh, he's got talent, but. The arm. He's got the Ryan Mallet syndrome, man. Go on. The Ryan Mallet syndrome. He's got the million dollar arm, but I do not know if he's got the brain to work in the <laughs> to work Agreed. in the. But you're giving him arguably the best coach, dra- like playbook wise. That's very true. Like, I mean, if, if Peyton can make it work, if Peyton was able to make Taysom Hill look like a bigger deal than he actually is, then I could see him maybe doing it. So Easton goes to the Saints. We get to the next one. The Vikings are weird to me. So the Vikings at 25, I have taken Ross Blacklock, defensive okay. tackle to TCU. I don't hate that. Who's been, you know, here a lot. But the Vikings, like, don't need things, but they also do need things because they re- bring back um, their safety, uh, Sinejo. What is his freaking name? Oh, uh, Anderson Sendejo. Sendejo, thank yeah. you. Do they bring him back? Uh, there's a couple defensive parts that were bad last year. Like, Xavier Rhodes was very bad, oh, but he's man. still Xavier Rhodes. All of those corners were just bad last year i was so stunned to see it because because <clears throat> yes. trey waynes has not developed no. at all since he's been there um i can't think of who their who the other corner was that actually was productive last year but yeah so, mike hughes mike hughes thank you yeah. okay um i liked digs here there's a couple other corners maybe uh-huh. but for me blacklock just put him into the defense keep the defense going. no that's fair they, I think they, they have they have here. one of the more depth in terms on their defensive line is very impressive so i would yep. not hate it getting it from there but yeah i think there's another there's a lot of ways that they can go with this one 26 overall pick the dolphins do take the running back deandre swift out of georgia is he becoming now the most popular pick to go to the dolphins at this point no i saw some mocks that had uh every running back here basically like dobbins <laughs> they had taylor the reason i i just think that if you're really going to rebuild a team you know get your talent and mm-hmm. uh if you're going to get your tackle you and your quarterback you know get them a weapon that is the top tier of their class in here i won't be upset if it turns out that jonathan taylor is the guy that they end up going with running backs because i think he would fit in that system he would fit yes <laughs> i feel like swift and taylor are at this point now where they just kind of can enter mingle at that point it's just kind of picking apples and oranges of who you like at running back 27 a steal yep the seattle seahawks get clavon chase on outside linebacker lsu i love that pick he's a guy that really turned it on this year um like i said that lsu defense was very weird they didn't have to do a lot to be able to stay in the games but you could see that there's talent at all those different positions i also like christian fulton here but i think that chason would definitely kind of fit there because pass rush is a pass rush is clowny yeah they're gonna lose clowny 
but I would not be shocked if they maybe try to do what they did last year and trade for another defensive end because they traded Frank Clark to the Chiefs. It worked out very well for him. <laughs> get they got, Frank Clark back. Maybe get Frank Clark <laughs> back. You never know. Or you never know. Probably trade for someone else. See if anyone is uh, close to needing an extension and go there as well. So Take we'll Bud Dupree. Bro. <laughs> That'd be good. I would. Uh, I would. Uh, Who I want back for him? So I want draft picks, man. Yeah, <laughs> true. Give us a first. Give us. Give us the first fuck. I mean, I would totally take the twenty seventh pick for him. Yeah. All right. So the twenty eighth overall, we have the Baltimore Ravens taking Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. This is another popular pick. I feel like now. I wanted to go a couple different ways here. I'm a big Bond guy. I, I, Murray's just the top guy for me. I mean, yeah. Do I think that he kind of? fits in what C.J. Mosley's worst-case scenarios mm-hmm. were, which is yeah, he's a good linebacker, yeah. not a cover guy. Yes, but he's the best linebacker. I think just because he's a Bama boy, Terrell Lewis is probably another going to be a popular yes. mock here. Yeah. yeah, But then it's Queen is also a guy that I like very much, so out of LSU that earned himself a first-round grade. Yeah, Queen and Murray are this weird are in this weird 2A, 2B conversation. Because yes. as much as I'm not a fan of Isaiah Simmons, I would still say that he is still the best inside linebacker yep. in this draft, but you have to get him to the right system. After that, it's Queen and Murray for me. Here's a guy that's probably not in – I don't know. He might be in your first-round mock. Defensive end Julian Aquara, Notre Dame to the Titans. He is not because I believe he is a high-end second-round pick. Give Yeter Grossmatos here. Yes. In theory. Okay, so just for my example, Grossmatos – isn't the athlete Okwara is in my mind, okay, that's even though he's a little more productive. Mm-hmm. You have a very young team at Tennessee that is doing amazing yep. things. So get yourself an athlete next to Simmons and actually, you know, I, I just, I think that those two guys can be interchangeable and it's going to be hard to dissect them. Okwara right now is my favorite for the Steelers to take at 49. Ooh. I don't know if he'll be there though, is the question, because I think that a lot of teams are going to look at the athleticism and kind of That's why that. I bumped him up from a second yeah. round. But nothing wrong with that though. 30th overall, T. Higgins from Clemson goes to the Packers. Love this pick <clears throat> yes. so much. I'm a big T. Higgins guy. I think he would complement Devontae Adams perfectly, and he will finally, finally get rid of the damn wide receiver two clog that they just have no idea yeah. how to fix. Yeah. Now, I think the speed will be a bit of an issue, but I think in terms of physicality, it'll work very well for him. The next two picks, I, I think you're going to be surprised by. Okay. At 30. Excuse me. At 31, the 49ers select Jalen Rager, wide receiver TCU. I don't hate that. Okay. The, the, the I thing, thought you would have wanted Mims here. So. No, 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 no. The thing about Rager, I think, is the better player, in yes. my opinion. I, I have another, I have a lot of popular ones here that also see him as like a high second guy, and I think he produced better than Mims in college, too. Yes. But San Francisco also kind of abides by the by essentially the New England mindset as well, by getting a lot of yes. like kind of smaller skill position guys, but also can produce very well, which I think Rigor could definitely do in the system with a Shanahan offense behind him. And I know you hate this fit, but I believe that he is proving to be more than just a downhill runner, and that is Jonathan Taylor running back to the Chiefs. Did the combine basically kind of change your opinion about it that? It just made me, I don't know, there was more positive talk around Taylor nowadays than there have been. And right. by, by positive talk, I mean talk about his game and how he looks good. Uh, who was it? Um, His adaptability to other schemes, yeah, basically. Maurice Jones-Drew said that he he looks like Zeke, mm-hmm. the way he runs. He looks like Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Um, can he get the pass down? I, yeah, I think he could, but also at the same time, in a Kansas City offense that is so gadget-heavy, mm-hmm. he's one guy that you're like, all right, we have all these things that we could do, but let's also just give JT the ball, mm-hmm. and he's going to score, Yeah. which I think they missed a lot this year. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like Williams. Don't get me wrong. He's I, just not. No, no, no. I get it. I I mean, you're the one that actually has said that J.K. Dobbins would fit better in this Agreed. case. Agreed. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. But do I think he's as talent as Taylor? No. 
Mm. I do not think J.K. Dobbins is a first-round talent. And that's, I mean, realistically, they trade this pick. If yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? Because I don't think they have many picks down the road. So you, this well, pick will become I, Jacob Eason. San Francisco is probably the most popular team to trade back because I believe they don't have a pick in the to second, the fourth, third, yeah. or fourth round. Or to the fifth. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's yeah, bad. So I think that's the pick that's more than likely going to be the one that gets traded. <clears throat> well, you can check that out on YouTube, guys. Did you watch the Manchester Derby, by the way? I did not, know. Greg, it was magical. Was I didn't it? get to watch the whole thing. I watched some of it on my phone while I was at the Pens game. I got an alert. I think, did, did Martial do something that so, was pretty? He scored a goal. Okay. Which was amazing and beautiful. And then in the 89th minute, uh, Ederson, their goalkeeper, tried to roll it out to their left back. And I kid you not, this watch that goal. It's McTominay. Bangs it in from 20 yards out. But no, probably, yeah, whatever. He rolls it. The guy basically, it goes past the defender, and he just bangs it in. That is exactly what would have happened if I actually threw the ball that went in my net. That goal is <laughs> that goal is verbatim the exact situation I was trying to avoid when I threw to my oh. net, which is the only reason I wanted to bring it up on the show. Past that, I'm a Manchester United. That's fan. great. No, I have nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, well, guys, check us out Thursday on Facebook, <laughs> uh, as well as the Idiot Hour every Monday, as well as Hodo YouTube videos are dropping. Not a live show right now. No, um, but we'll figure it out. Have fun St. Patrick's Day this weekend. We have merch obviously in the store. Hopefully, it all gets to people on time that ordered. We should be all good, but we'll see what happens. Yep. Be safe, don't do anything too dumb, and just enjoy the debauchery and the chicanery. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye.